Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Turn It Up, a brand new show featured on A Measure of Truth on blogtalkradio.com. Turn It Up is all about independent recording artists of all kinds, R&B, rap, jazz, soul, gospel, even country. But the primary reason for Turn It Up is to feature and help independent artists that take it to the next level by showcasing new music, sharing studio recording tips and tricks to help your tracks stand out like the pros, and industry information to help you choose the right path and keep you in the game. Every week, we bring you new artists, industry insiders, and fresh new tracks that you won't be able to hear anywhere else. The truth is, if you're an independent artist trying to make it in the music biz, you need all the help you can get. So let's stop playing. Get your demos together and get ready to turn it up. If you just click the link on my webpage or you're listening on blogtalkradio.com or even the Blog Talk Radio player on my Facebook page and you want to call in live, look, we'd love to talk with you. So give us a call. Here's the number, 347-326-9470. Hope you like you can Twitter me your questions and comments at twitter.com slash a measure of truth. Also, if you haven't yet, why don't you look me up on Facebook? I'm the Michael Fordham with a photo of me in studio, and you can always email me your questions and comments at a measure of truth at gmail.com. Look, we're back, man. We're doing a live show, and I hope everybody can hear me okay. But, wow, we're in the middle of a massive thunderstorm out here. And um, DT and yeah. um, Leo, can you guys hear me? Yeah, he good. He good. Okay, yeah, good, you. good. I'm hoping the worst has passed already, and um, we can go ahead and go through. But one thing I did find, I was losing myself, but I did still have control of the board. So, <laughs> you know, if you guys lose me, right. just carry on without me, you know? Man, okay. so DT, man, how you been, man? It's good to have you back on the show. Yeah, I'm glad to be back. Appreciate uh, you having me again. I've been good. I've been good. All right, man. All right. And, you know, um, you know, you guys have been working together, and um, you guys are like good buddies. So, you know, you hear back from one another a lot more than I hear from you. And um, have you guys been working on anything together lately? Uh, yeah, we yeah. did actually do a track uh, not too long ago, probably about a month ago. Uh, we were working on, and um, I guess I, I, we were actually just waiting for uh, DT to finish that up. But uh, yeah, yeah, that one was called. What, what was it called, DT? 
Oh, I forgot. What's your, I feel like, what's your name? <laughs> what's your name? <laughs> All right. Well, you know, we're yeah. going to jump right into one and just make sure that we be able uh, to clear this um, thunderstorm a little bit, give us some wiggle room. And um, this is a track that we played on the show before, and it was only a um, just a beat at that time, DT. Um, this one's called The Truth. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, this one's just about uh, finding the truth on your own and not listening to what people tell you, you know, and, and with technology nowadays, we don't need to listen to what somebody tells us. We can just uh, go research it on our own, no matter what truth that is, you know, just going out and finding the truth. Because, I mean, just as a small example, I just figured out that my elementary school teachers lied to me about digging down and ended up in China. <laughs> you know, and and I researched that on my own and found out that I end up in the middle of the Indian Ocean near Australia, ain't nowhere near China. All right, well look, I just heard something. You know. uh, another lightning bolt just came by, so we're gonna jump right into that, and hopefully I'll be here when we get back. <laughs> All right, DT <laughs> right. with the truth. Truth. Is- <laughs> Uh-huh. Make room, make space for the truth. Uh-huh. Huh. 
guys. I can't tell if you're here or not. Are you back online? <laughs> then. Who's unmuted? So, yeah, that, that was the truth, and uh, that was uh, just something that I put together. It was actually a few months ago, but, uh, you know. I am here, too, man. Uh, yeah, man. I was on the phone with Leo. He's calling me up and whatnot. <laughs> I just had to wait for the board to shift and I had to push the buttons, but nothing would happen. So, you know, we'll be able to make it through. I think the worst of it is going past, man. Let me tell you. Um, <laughs> it's raining so hard out there. There's not a there's not a a dirty car left out there now. It's raining hard. <laughs> wow. But you don't yeah. Like pollen uh, off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I, I really like that track too. And uh, it, it reminded me a little bit. I'm like, you know, that could have been our theme song. You know, for the measure of truth. And <laughs> I like he could have uh, he he kept that one for himself, but that's all right. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, man. yeah. No, endless supply. Yeah, that's the truth, man. You know, um, and then I heard a new one that you have too, "Fade Away," and um, kind of trippy. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, yeah. it it starts off and and then the beat changes. It starts off a little weird. The beat changes. Then you get this nice flow. And then after that, it, it kind of ends a little different as well. And, and just tell us a little bit about this track and, and what's that all about? <laughs> it's, it's basically just uh, about recognizing my personal descent into an alternate reality. Um, you know, uh, just before I'm gone, just, you know, it could be anything. It could be, um, you know, before you meditating, it could be while you're at the club drinking, before you you get to the point where you can't even walk no more, you know, and it can be any, any type of alternate reality that you're about to stumble into and recognizing that. And this one's just about my own personal, uh, own personal situation. Mm, interesting. Right, right mm. before that. Yeah. Is it, is it more poetic or just a reminder, you know, you know, keep it chill. <laughs> you don't need to get yeah, that well, far. No, it was more of a, it was more of the comical, well, it's more of a comical uh, area in that sense because I've I've experienced multiple uh, forms of alternate reality, so uh, I think many people will be able to relate to this once they hear it. Oh, okay, all, all right. right, all right. DT Lamont with "Fade Away" on "Turn It Up." My vision is blurry, my speech is slurring, my stomach is swirling, but I'm still flirting. Yeah, everybody know what's up when you get to staring, when your intricate inner wits on the fritz and your lips get to swearing, when your wisdom split and you can't prevent your slick tongue from getting daring, enunciate and punctuate eardrums ache from the system blaring, yeah. and you can't mistake that look on my face, cause in my state it is just straight Satan, how Satan overtake a conversation, and my leg is shaking, you can catch me in preparation for a severe head aching in the morning when I wake, and while I'm sinking in disorientation, you can start to see me fading, you can probably recognize my Back. 
Listening that these that these uh, cell phones try to make some bass. <laughs> yeah, man, that joint had a had a had a serious ending to it, and that joint was just still grooving. <laughs> yeah, I think we might have faded. Mike, I, I think Mike faded away. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So shoot, man. What's been good, man? What you what you been working on as of recently? Recently, just the uh, the last song that we was working on, and also uh, there's this this other poet that's going to be uh, doing some stuff with me as far as uh, spoken word poetry. Uh, oh, okay, so you got a spoken word artist that you about to be uh, collabing with? Yeah, yeah. We already did one, uh, but we we finished that like back in. Back in November, December, uh, he's been trying to find some people to work on a video with him. So, you know, he's he's doing his thing over there. And when he's ready to do a next one, I told him to send me the send me his poem over, and I'll write to it. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, I've heard this one, man, and it's really nice, man. It's very deep. Uh, this brother's got mad skills, and um, to this track, which was so unusual, man, you wouldn't think that the two would fit together when you told me. I trusted you, but man, I don't know. <laughs> when I heard it, it was like, man, it was perfect. I was like, wow, this is really something. Was he going to call in? No, because no, I didn't. Uh, no, I, I decided, you know, wait till we have uh, more than just one song, you know, or it's not even a song. I don't know what you call it. Yeah, more than I, one piece, you know. I've got a couple of callers on, and I don't know if they're just calling in to listen to the show. Um, that might, my one of those might be uh, that that super producer that I was telling you about. Really? We got a uh, yes, sir. You, your boy had ran into a, a producer that goes by the name of Noble Youngsters. Oh, okay. One of the nastiest, one of the nastiest producers on SoundCloud. Okay. And I actually had the pleasure to uh, do a. Uh, a collabo with him. Okay, I opened up a couple of mics. Um, what's his name? Call him out, and we'll Noble see. Noble youngster. Where are you? Good. Youngster, is that you? Okay, that's Noble youngster. Okay, give me the last four numbers of your telephone number so I can um. He's on the radio. He's on the radio show right Give me the last four numbers of your telephone number. Yeah, it's two five one four. Okay, got you. All yeah, right, man. Um, so, uh, yeah, there's the noise is gone because I've got the right caller on now. 
<laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, so, Noble Youngster, um, I, I guess we'll be having you on soon as well, huh? Yes, sir. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about where you're from, how long you've been in the business, and, you know. Oh, well, okay. Um, I'm from Oakland, California, the Bay Area. Okay. Uh, I've been producing be- I've been producing beats since I was uh, 14, almost 10 years now. Oh, okay. Huh. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. 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 So we're, we're looking forward to hearing back from you, but hang in. Uh, what we're going to do right now is um, – Tell us a little bit about this um, spoken word artist, D.T., that we're about to hear his track called Dying Alone. Oh, yeah. He had uh, just come over here and laid that down, and uh, he he's very, very, very deep. Uh, I, I've heard this a million What's times, his name? and I still hear things. His name is Lamont. Oh, okay. So, yeah, <laughs> so uh, there's going to be a little you tricky. Saw, you saw Angel him. Yeah, it's not my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I found man. this war. <laughs> yeah, I've heard some of this. All right, uh, so what we'll do right now is uh, before anything else goes wrong, and I think the storm has passed me anyway. I'm hoping that we'll be uh, clear for the rest of the show. But um, tell us a little bit, and we'll just go right into this intro. Talk a little bit about the um, this um, classical beat that you laid down, and then um, we'll go right into the poetry. Yeah, the beat is actually uh, originally written by Beethoven, and I I took that classical piece and, and just modernized it, gave it a little bit of a rock feel, and and try to uh, preserve the dynamics of classical uh, classical compositions and update it. Since that's one of the things that's missing from music today. So. All right. Okay. So here it is now. Um, and, and give the artist's full name again. His name is Lamont. He only goes by Lamont. He only goes by Lamont as far as I know. Okay, good enough. Well, here is Lamont, not DT, just Lamont with Dying Alone. There are certain certainties that are certainly come to be. And no matter his disguise, I know the devil is alive when he's demanding and double daring me to die. On a double. Declaring the debt of death is definitely due. It's on the bubble. I guess that means I'm in trouble. Waters. But if hope floats, I hope boats of families and friends as a means to an end begin to file in. Hold them Bibles. Silence upon their arrival as they try to cope with me about to be someone's test subject. Before I meet the cousin asleep and death's coming See, I'm wondering, is this meant for me to be Mentally prepared for the symphony of stairs Fully aware of the bedridden period before death BPBD is upon me and my mind's wandering As I breathe calmly with death's grip upon me These memories etched in my heart like wet concrete And it dawns on me before I take my final breath Final steps off to whatever revelation before all my minuses and pluses make its final equation. If the doctor makes the statement that I need to be heavily sedated, that it's better to be intubated, who's gonna make the decision to keep me living? Who gets to decide and justify the only movement I'm able to make? It's with my eyes. Who gets to decide to pull the plug as long as they're doing it with love? Who will be next to my bedside watching when my body stops responding to treatments and my heart rate starts decreasing? Limbs going numb as I start to succumb to what this has come to. My increasingly disintegrating health that's causing my lungs to swell. And I'm unable to yell for the nurse because this tube in my throat hurts from being intubated. I wonder who will be there jaded, praying, waiting, patient with high anxiety. Laying by my bedside in the company beside me, weeping as they're reaching for that string that rings to the nurse's station. They start pulling and tugging while others are waiting, equally jaded, patient and hugging, trying to control them and console them and hold in signs of grief. Wondering, will I dodge the bullet as the siren from that machine starts to screech? Then someone comes inside and presses on the machine a couple times to comfort their minds that close to flatline. But I survive and I'm able to dodge that bullet for now. But I wonder, who's going to be around? Who's going to want to sign up for that task is what I ask. 
Who's going to be praying as the pastor starts saying, we're all just passing through? We all have an outstanding debt to death, and it has to be paid. So it's best you call anyone who matters to pay. Respect. Because this is what predicates being laid to rest. You better not wait. You better not wait. It's best not to. See, the reaper is a frequent sleeper in this hospital, and it's possible very soon. Our next obstacle for what it's worth will be to converse about folks forming lines and queue sitting in the pew at the church. See, this is what hurts. Before they start cutting me open with a bone saw, gutted remains. I know my life has known flaws that were public domain, but I hope you tell them dying alone wasn't my decision. Before they start talking about my religion, and before the vision of them making that Y incision on my chest. Before you pay those respects when I'm slain in death and I'm laid to rest, hands crossed in death, right hand across the left. Before you send your regards with flowers and cards, I hope you tell them dying alone wasn't my decision. Before I'm riding in a tenant hearse, my soul next on the guest list. I only hope I had time to attend to this poetic business first that I was blessed with. And if everyone gets a last request, then my death wish before I'm breathless when death hits his fist. When they do my in love and memory, and you'll remember me. Loving memories, whether friend or enemy. I hope folks say they love what was in me before my curtains close and I expose woes to those close to me. The headline, before my eternal bedtime, reads five words. Five words I want on my tombstone. Five things I want to bestow it. He was a passionate poet. And he did not die alone. That was deep. I feel like we should be yeah. snapping right now. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. We need to get our snap on right yeah, now. Yeah, that was something, man. <laughs> yeah. Man, it's heavy for a rainy day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, DT was the only yeah. one sitting there being quiet because he was waiting for that last two notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can't wait till he sends me the next one and he'll come back over here and re record it. Or re you know, record this uh, his next one that he's going to be working on. Oh, really? You know, um, for some yeah. reason, I thought that this was going over a sunny day, and that was the thing I had in my mind at first because it was so jazzy, and you said poetry. I uh, immediately put the two together. But, um, ah. yeah, man, it's, um, you know, it, it's interesting because spoken word um, has its own rhythm, and it, it's very, um, you know, melodic and it's interesting how something like a classical piece ties together so well with something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm hearing yeah, some like background that, noise. I I have to find out where that is. That's the Leo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I had to shut you down for a minute, Leo, because um, I got some noise coming out from your end, but um, we'll figure it out. I think novel is uh, a noble is um, no longer on the line. Man, what are you doing over there? You beatboxing? What's going on? <laughs> Leo. I'm actually in the car. I, I'm in the car. I don't know where all that oh. noise is coming from. Oh, if you're in the car, that sounds like windshield wipers. Is that what you have? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I told you to go home. Yeah. Man, you ain't you made it home yet? Yeah, I know, nah, man. man. <laughs> nah, man. Tornado. Hey, you know what, though? Um, On another note, Chad Al, I spoke to Chad Al recently, Mr. Jones. Oh, really? Really? Yeah, he said he wanted to call in today. Oh, really? Just, just to give, yeah, he said he wanted to give a shout out right quick. Okay. I don't know, you know what I'm saying, when he's going to call in, but you might get a, right. a beep in okay. later um, on from him. So. I, I don't know if I'm ready for that out today. <laughs> <laughs> we, we'll put him down. We'll put him down for a minute. Um, Chad and, uh, Al Jones. <laughs> Yeah, we'll man. See what happens? Um, you and know, you know, you know, he gets sensitive too. So you can't. He, if you tell him you ain't gonna let him on the show, he might come up to the studio. So <laughs> he, he kind of <laughs> sensitive like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, Leo, we we want to play one of your tracks, and um, and then after that, okay. um, I, I tell you what, we'll we'll let Tad Al come on and um, tell us what he thinks of it. <laughs> <laughs> so which one are we gonna play? The uh, the noble youngster joint. Uh no. Uh which one is that? Which one is that? That's do it. Oh, do it. Okay. I haven't even heard do it yet. What did I? Yeah. All right. 
And yeah. I think Noble just called back in. Um, we had lost him for a second. Noble, is that you? Are you on the line yet? Yeah. Um, is that you there, Noble? Yes, sir. I'm back? sorry about that. Oh, okay. That's yeah, fine. Back. That's fine. Yeah, we, we got you again. Um, I have you on the switchboard, and I got a label on you, but when I get disconnected, I lose my label. So got you straight now. Okay. All right. Yeah, um, but, um, yeah I ran into Noble Youngster uh, on SoundCloud. Uh, he, he, got, he has a lot of... Uh, Nice hip hop beats, R and B beats. So uh, y'all get a chance, check that out. Check him out, Noble Youngster on on SoundCloud. But uh, yeah, we wound up doing this joint. Do it. He sent me the track. Well, actually, I heard it on his page, and I was like, man, you gotta send me that. You gotta send me that. So he sent me <laughs> the joint, and then I got that one at ASAP. So yeah, that's where Do It came from. All right. Well, we'll talk a little bit more with uh, Noble Youngster right after this, and um, let's see. Let me make sure I got it. Now I lost it. Oh. <laughs> Don't Uh-oh. worry, I'll find it. There it is. All right, so here it is. Do it, and we'll talk a little bit about this track right after this. Noble Youngster. Noble Youngster. Noble I'm going to open up the mic for uh, Tadao and see what he thinks. Tadao, are you there? 
What? Hello? Yeah. Yeah. What's going on, man? <laughs> I'm well, good, I'm man. I'm going down on turning up the date. <laughs> uh, I heard the song that uh, Lil uh, and Noah Johnson done put on, and all I want to know is, what is she doing? No. You like it? You like the way she do it, but I don't know you, you, who, what she doing. You got to go, man. You got to go. <laughs> well, let me say one thing. <laughs> uh, y'all gonna have to listen up because me and uh my boy gonna come out with a song. Uh, Holy, we gonna come out with a song next week. It's gonna be on dropped on Tuesday called "What You Looking At," <laughs> and we gonna do the remix with Puff Daddy. It's gonna be called "I Know You Ain't Looking at Me." Now it's gonna be on iTunes and too much. Y'all gonna look out for it now. I gotta go cause I ain't got time to mess around with y'all today. Uh, Jose, I'm on the way to pick up Jose right now. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Kill the mic. <laughs> Woo, wee. Okay. All right. I'm going to need a break. I'm going to need a break. Uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and play one of his pre-recorded pieces. Uh, Todd Al Jones and um, his boy Jose Hernandez. <laughs> and uh, we'll be right back after that. <laughs> I, you know who it is. That is your name. It's Todd Al Jones. Come aside, kid. I'll say. Hernandez, alright? Okay? Now, I'd like to thank Michael Porter, thank you, and the Pisces for letting us come do our show once again. Thank you very much. Leo. Now, a couple things we're going to talk about this week. Okay? Talk about being yourself. Be yourself. Okay? People just need to stop playing around and be their self. Stop trying to trick people all the time. That's what's wrong with the world. The world wants to trick people. You were born into a world that was tricking. Even when you were little, you go into the nurse office, down at the clinic, and she sit you down, and she start talking to you, and roll up your sleeves, carry you look the other way. Next thing you know, she wiping your arm down with that alcohol. You got a needle in your arm. That was the first time I found out that the world was tricking. And the second time I found out was because my mama gave me a weapon. And the reason why gave me this woman was cause I was stealing. But I wasn't stealing on purpose. I was trapped in the stealing. Now, we didn't get out much. My mom and daddy, they ain't really buy us candy like that. We ain't never get no candy. They ain't never come home with a Snickers bar, no Skittles or nothing like that. So, only time I thought we got candy was Halloween. Everybody get dressed up one time a year and get some candy. Thanks for the trick or treat. So one time, I went out to the store with my papers, and I seen that same candy from Halloween. Halloween is back. What did I do? I went ahead and took some. Just like I do every October. Yeah. I think I got a little bit older. Came time to get a car. I thought things would change. They changed. They changed. Now, salesmen gonna come run up to me and tell me, this is the best car he ever seen on this earth in his whole life today. So I bought the car. I figured, shoot, this is the best car. I gotta have it. I leave the block. I get back three streets over, two lights. Car break down the middle of the road. I had a girlfriend at the time. Her name was Dorothy. She was tricky. Long hair, green eyes, looked like a fox. So one day I popped up on her, went to her house, knocked on the door. Boy came up, I thought it was a brother. I said, Where's Dorothy at? She said, It's me. All I'm saying is, no matter where you turn, you're going to get tricked. Even the toilet paper company trying to trick your behind. That's no good. Look at you. Okay, you can't even use one sheet of toilet paper. Nope. Every time you want to use toilet paper, 
you gonna use my seven, seven, eight sheets? Now, would you buy a pack of paper plates if every time you wanted to eat something, you had to use seven plates at a time? They even got chicken vendors. You can go out here and get a gold chain that come with a green tattoo. What's that on your neck? And these young girls run around here and buy these Gucci outfits. Stop don't say Gucci. And the G on the Gucci looks just like the C. I'm not gonna read it. I'm scared to ask you what you got on. That's moy filter. I'm tired of that was not the one to pick okay <laughs> oh man i'm operating just at a whim right now just trying to i was offline again for a minute and came back i pushed the button right at this the the right time right before we lost that track but um well um you know Leo, you've got another track on here as well. Um, Flip your yeah. hair that we we've not played yet. This is brand new. Uh, oh. Tell us about this one. Yeah, Flip Your Hair is uh, a track off of the uh, mixtape, day and night mixtape I was working on. I'm still actually but, um Basically, Flip Your Hair is uh, it, it's you know something for the ladies and you know got a real smooth melodic feel to it. And um, the the beat was actually uh, produced by uh, Kanye West. So anything that's off the mixtape, of course, is promotional use only. Uh, it's not to be sold at all, strictly for the display of uh, writing. So, yeah, that's where, where this one came from. And uh hope y'all like it, man. Something for right. the 80s, man. All right. <laughs> You can see, I actually have a promotional video for that. It's just like a picture video um, mm, on YouTube. Okay. If you type in uh, the Leo Flip Your Hair, you'll find it. But, yeah, so that's from the mixtape. Okay. Yeah, that's and, and Noble Youngster, are you, are you still there, man? Yeah, I'm still here. Hey, tell tell us a little bit about, um, you know, where you actually have been promoting your music and, um, you know, let people know, um, you know, your webpage, your SoundCloud, and all of that. Okay, yeah, well, my SoundCloud is uh, soundcloud.com backslash Noble Youngster. Twitter is Noble Youngster. 
catch me on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Noble Youngster. Pretty much everything is Noble Youngster. Um, I'm actually working on my web page right now, and I, I haven't got the domain name yet, but as soon as I get that, I'll be on my Twitter. Oh, okay. Awesome. Awesome. And um, have you? how have you been marketing your music um, up until now? Um, have you been selling your music on, like, uh, Reverb Nation or on iTunes uh, or anything? I, I, I do I do sell my music on Reverb Nation. That's also ReverbNation dot com backslash Noble Youngster. And right now, that's the only place I'm selling my music on. Okay. Now you you've been producing for quite some time now. How many tracks would you say you have that you've um, actually completed and produced? That I've completed and produced, I'd say I have about probably about thirty right now. Really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, well we're we're looking forward to having you on and just showcasing your music. Yeah. Um you you definitely have enough so that we can go the whole forty minutes. So yeah, we look forward to that, man. Yeah. I I look for, I look forward to bringing you music from <laughs> All right. We gotta, turn, uh, we, we gotta turn them up. Yeah, oh, and um, that's that's what I'm here to do. That's exactly what I'm here to do. And uh, bring your artist as well that you've um, collaborated with, and um, we'll be happy to, um, you know, share. And tell us a little bit about uh, the tools you're using to produce music. Um, what are you using um, as far as software? Oh, right now? Well, right now I'm mainly using um, Reasons right now. That's my main mm-hmm. program I use. But I also do Produce and Pro Tools, too. Oh, okay. All right. Well, see, we, we're working off the same stuff, too. <laughs> yeah, I'm working on reason as well. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the one right there. No, okay. Reason true. And um, are you using any analog equipment as well? Um, not not at this time. I do have some keyboards, but I I haven't used them. Which I actually on the project that I'm doing now, I'm actually going back to the keyboards because that's how I started producing was on the keyboards like the Tritons and the Yamahas and the Rowans. That's where I started. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to I'm I'm actually gonna try and get back to that. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's good, man. That's good. And so you're Keep a musician as well. So mm-hmm. you you've been yeah, doing this sure. for quite some time and um it wasn't just a a passing phase for you to jump into the music gig thing. No, no, music is definitely a part of my life, and um, I'm pretty sure it's going to be with me until the day I die. This is what I, this is what I plan to do for the rest of my life, really. Wow, wow! You know, if you plan to do this for the rest of your life, you got to have a good plan because <laughs> it's, it's a yeah. it's a rough business, man. It really is, man, to to put food on the table and to make this thing really happen. And um, you know, we, we're going to do our best to you know support you, and um, you know. We're just all about putting as many talented people together and allowing them um, a form to share um, tips and tricks and their abilities and, you know, being able to help people to move forward. And, you know, as each of you guys move up, um, you know, become more established, you know, I'm hoping that you guys will continue to stay in contact with one another and collaborate and bring the others up as well. And, um, you know, we have no connection, no connection to you guys other than, actually hoping that you succeed and, and, you know, giving you guys support. And um, that's really what it should all be about. It should be about the art itself and about the music. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, we're we're just looking forward to um, success from you all. And, um, you know, and and we'll just invite you back as often as we – can and if you know of any new artists as well that are looking for a break um you know pull them in you know and uh, we're just happy to um showcase everyone's music and help them to you know bring their uh, music to a, the same level as some of the artists that we've heard today yeah i most definitely will bring them to you yeah and um DT, is anything up and coming for you? You have a new album release coming out. Oh, Mr. Yeah, I don't see him anymore. Yeah, let me see. He may have called back in. DT, is that you? I'm not. Yeah, I'm here. I, I was answering the question, but I didn't know. Oh, yeah. Okay. There you go. We lost you, and you came back, so I didn't know where you were on the switchboard, but I got you now. Yeah, I'm currently working on a mixtape that I'm uh, 
very slowly working on because I'm, I'm choosing my words very carefully here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be, you know, deep, very, uh, you know, no dumbing down on this one, you know. Yeah. Well, that's good, man. That's good. Express yourself. <laughs> Yeah. That's what you do best, man. And I really enjoy yeah. your music, man. And I, I tell you, man, sometimes I'm walking around the house and I hear my wife creep up on me and she's like, ha-ha, you know that track. <laughs> <laughs> she does it the same way you do. And it's so funny, man. It kills me. But <laughs> Yeah, just to say that your music has a way of, um, you know, getting in your head, man. So, you know. That's just That's good to hear. Good That's good to hear. Yeah, 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 man. So, um, I I just wanted to um, I don't know if I have enough time, but um, I wanted to play this track, and um, this is just something about media in general and how things are changing, and we'll go ahead and close out the show with this. So, everybody, um, it was good having you on. We look forward to hearing from you guys in the near future, and um, we will. Yes, sir. Yeah, I wish everyone good luck until we get back. And um, we'll have some new stuff, and we'll be sharing it with all of our listeners on Turn It Up. The new media business model. We live in a world today where broadcast media has fallen from its once lofty pedestal as the primary source of accurate, concise news and information to an industry in a state of panic. Faced with the ongoing challenges of monetizing digital news due to the intricate open source complexities of the Internet, we find that instead of newspapers, magazines, and TV networks being separate entities, we now see that they're only merely divisions of the very same media conglomerate. The end result, we find a culture of networks that have evolved to make truth and accuracy secondary. In the pursuit of ratings, advertising dollars, and the buzz of social media, the news desk primary focus. The once rare occurrence has become the standard and the code of ethics that held the profession of journalism in check is long forgotten. As well as its often touted quotes that are carefully placed in a network statement of retraction and apology for unvetted news stories gone awry. The factual basis for news has taken a backseat to its emotional value and viral potential. This is so much a part of the new media debacle that you can hardly find news stories, or even a weather report for that matter, that have not been exaggerated with a healthy dose of sensationalism, scare tactics, or unwarranted possible tragic outcomes. Shaping public opinion used to be part of a network's identity that they would reiterate with a daily barrage of blurbs that were meant to educate or reinforce their values or politics that defined their mission and would hopefully make them stand out among their competitors as a unique source. Although media seems to have the full attention of the corporate and political base, it seems to be losing its control and status in the realm of public opinion. Most have given up on trying to drive these opinions and are now relying more and more on trying to follow rather than lead and focus on early discovery and adaptation of social media trends in order to hopefully appear to be in line with public opinion. What? Media trying to fit in and hang out with the cool kids? How did that happen? Look, there's a hole in the wall of new media. But the way I see it, the problem is not with the hole. The problem is the wall. It's what's hidden behind that wall or veil, if you will, is new media's failing. It's no secret that the media has for some time focused on how to earn viewers' loyalty and trust in order to control how and what we think. But the veracity of social media's information exchange has forced new media to rethink their programming and interaction with this new type of viewer that is evolving and growing at a faster pace that can be accurately measured by today's benchmarks. With the on-camera presence of the laptop on virtually every newscast, media has conveniently presented a viable resource that the viewer could very well use to get the same information. 
This once sedentary audience is now supplementing their viewing experience with a healthy dose of online multitasking and have become very tech-savvy and needs to be recognized as capable of news gathering, critical thinking, and fact-checking from multiple sources at a moment's notice, voicing their point of view and quickly becoming a viable part of the story through public opinion, which gives them an even greater role on how news is compiled and disseminated. Our world is rapidly changing, as is our response to news stories and the tactics that can be used effectively to captivate audiences. Some of these tactics that are still in use are rapidly becoming outdated. For example, when I hear a news teaser that tells me that I would need to tune in at 10 or 11 to get the full story, I'm no longer at the mercy of the network. As a matter of fact, if I'm indeed interested, I search the topic myself on the Internet to find the information that they would want me to wait to hear. And that may or may not be their lead story, by the way. And I find that by the time the story airs at 10 or 11, that one, I have more information on the same story that was presented in the newscast. And two, I have already had plenty of time to discuss it in detail with my wife and form my own opinion. Three, tweeted and posted the topic or news story on Facebook, Google+, and LinkedIn from the sources that I found. And four, I've had the time to respond to the comments from my network of friends and responders. Five, by the time the story airs at 10 or 11, not only am I not further informed by its 40 to 90 second contribution, I'm also unimpressed. Am I the only one who takes this approach? I think not. This is rapidly becoming the norm. Just as YouTube has fostered a culture of content that is promoted after it's produced based on its organic interest and buzzworthy measure on the social media trend curve, we find that new media's attempts to manufacture or counterfeit this kind of response has led to awkward, failed attempts that merge new media concepts with old production standards that, in effect, creates a random hodgepodge that often falls short in both production and execution. Just as Facebook has shown it's far better to go to where the traffic is than to spend the money and resources it takes to drive traffic to you, we see a new paradigm in web analytics that has a repeating theme that reveals that the free, trending social media solution that everyone is talking about is what is more often the most effective. Now that the public has fully embraced this powerful new tool of social media and can now dictate by their actions how and where they would like to receive and align themselves with sources of news and information, it's clear that some changes need to be made. Although I do have some answers due to over a decade in media and some astute observations, I can say this. What is most important in this ever-changing world of new media, information technology, and social media is that new media visionaries stay focused in order to get that first glimpse of what's new on the horizon and project and plan for its potential impact and opportunity accordingly. So it is imperative in order to gain this advantage that, first and foremost, that we're looking in the right direction. Now, I'm confident to say that I am looking in the right direction, and I'm perfecting a system of digital media standards that produce social interaction engines that will easily power the social media vehicle of the day and quickly be dropped into the new media model of the future. It's not as difficult as one might think. We just need to first see our viewers as trusted partners and not a captive audience. I predicted the death of the printed newspaper back in 2004 for this very same reason. Now, you would think with all this talk about what's wrong with new media that I would have all the answers. Well, I don't. I promise, though, that in the near future, it will be very clear that I have taken up the banner to be a key player in this 